The manager of the New York Yankees is Aaron Boone. Aaron, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? All right, Aaron. Uh, Severino, of course, uh, you've already termed it. We already played the soundbite. Organizational decision. What did the decision, I mean, why did he, big picture, why did he get the start? Um, I just feel like he is kind of turned the corner. I think when he is pitching well, he'll be the best pitcher on the field tomorrow night. And, um, you know, kind of when we met together and everyone put their input and I kind of slept on it and I just woke up having teetered on it for really the better part of a week, kind of considering all options because I really, if we went in another direction, I'd feel good about that too. But I just felt like Seve was the guy that I wanted to give the ball to, and, and I feel like he's ready for this opportunity. Are you saying this is your decision, not an organizational decision? You didn't all agree or this is your decision to do it? Oh yeah, this wait. Is, you you picked it like it didn't matter what anyone said in the room. You picked the sure pitcher. It matters. It always matters what people say in the room. I mean that. But it wasn't a consensus. It was your decision. I, I think everyone had a had a different opinion, and I that was that was to be expected when we're right. talking about three decisions that I think you could make a strong case one way or the other. Um, but I just felt like in the end that Sevy was the way to go, and and that's what. What we'll do is was it a was it a clear cut decision or was there it, it, was there other people have other other choices? I, I think I think in that room again because we felt like myself included that you know there were a couple other really good options to go. There was there was a lot of um, you know people that uh, wanted to go in a lot of different ways and good points and um, it was. Uh, <laughs> You know, it was it was a difficult decision because, again, getting back to, I felt three good decisions, and uh, in the end, we went with Seve. All right, since Seve's the decision, did the decision was a decision made at all with how it shakes out the pitching rotation? Should you win the next this series and go to the next series? I, I would say no. I mean, I, I guess in some way you always have a little bit of the big picture, but. We're so consumed with this game, obviously. Did you pick I mean, this guy for this game, or did it? Did yes, it, or, but I picked this guy for this game. Nothing to do with the, the next series. No, no. Again, because you know, if, if we we would have gone in a different direction, we feel you know good that Sevy can can you know when he's going right can shut down any team. So we feel like we're lined up. I just feel like in a lot of ways right now we kind of had three. Um, equal decisions like we don't have that clear cut oh that's the guy that should pitch this game necessarily Sevy, i believe is the closest thing to that when he's throwing the way he's capable of but i felt like any way we went you know there were three solid decisions and and i think as evident by by our roster having hap on there having tanaka on there as as considerations because it'll be an all hands on deck situation you know hopefully if we get move on to the next round you know who knows what transpires tomorrow night and who knows how that sets you up going into a Friday scenario. Did you make the decision based on current form or based on the fact you think Severino has the best stuff, which I don't think anybody would argue. Uh, is it based on more? I think he's got my, is the best stuff or the best matchup or you thought right now he's throwing the ball the best. I feel like over his last few starts, he's really started to turn the corner and I feel like he can go out there and gives us the best chance to 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 really have his way with what is a really good Oakland lineup. Does he 
Now, no one has a long leash. We know tomorrow. We understand mm-hmm. that. But does he have a longer leash if he's going well than the other pitchers would only because he's a guy who goes deeper into the game normally? That, that, that could be fair. I mean, if he's if he's throwing the way he's capable of, yes, then, then he's usually the best option the first time through, the second time through, and, and in some cases even the third time through a lineup. So if Seve's on a roll right. and, and his pitch count isn't too high, then, then you know, we'll – I'll, I'll hang with them a little bit, but tomorrow night is also a night, like you said, that you're going to be really aggressive with, especially because you have, in, you know, everyone lined up, everyone that can probably g- give a, a, a couple more outs than they're even us- usually used to doing. So we won't hesitate to be aggressive in that regard. But if Seve's rolling, um, you know, he's he's as good as there is. If you have a nightmare scenario like we've seen in these games and we've seen it you know recently when, when that happens would your first guy be bullpen or could you use a starter that early in the game can you get him warmed up quickly enough um yeah i think it's i think both are possible i mean you know you, you know you could see a david robertson in, in a game very early to to put out a fire and and give us some some uh, an, an extra inning if if we felt like you know it was an important obviously an important enough situation that we had to stop. So you something would more right bring away. a reliever. Let me interrupt for one second. You bring a reliever more into a, with men on base. You'd be more prone to bringing a reliever than a starter, right? Perhaps, but I think now Lance Lynn I think plays a part in this too because we do feel like there's there's some good matchups and lanes for for Lance Lynn, um, and we view him more more so than happened Tanaka in this game as that kind of part of the bullpen, more traditional reliever would be willing to use them in, in a more traditional bullpen type role. Gotcha. And uh, I mean, we know you go to bullpen as early as you have to in these games, but you don't want to get guys up and down too much too, right? You worry about that too, right? You don't want to be jumping guys up and down in the bullpen. Sure. Uh, yeah. We, I mean, as best you can, um, you know, you, Hopefully, if if you're getting a guy up, it's with the intent that he's coming in. But there's also, you know, there, there'll be a there'll have to be a little bit of that flexibility too. And we're coming out of a couple of um, off days and and you know a couple of weekend games that everything wasn't on the line. So we were able to kind of rest, especially our high leverage guys, and get them the work we wanted. So we feel like they go into this game very well rested and and. You know, should we win it a day off behind it? So we feel like, you know, this is a situation that where they got to be ready early and often if 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 we need them. Talking about Darren Boone, obviously the wild card game tomorrow. Severino, the starting pitcher, Yankees and A's, a game that we've only been looking at for like six weeks, but now it is finally here tomorrow night at what will be a raucous uh, Yankee Stadium. Sanchez and Severino have had their very well-chronicled problems. Uh, any of that concern you? Obviously, it doesn't if you're going to make Sanchez the catcher. Yeah, I, I feel I do feel good about where they are um, with it. I, I think you know the hiccup they had happened to be in Oakland, and it was a time in which we were kind of switching some sign things to just make things a little more sophisticated as we headed down the stretch and getting ready for the postseason. I feel like those are absolutely ironed out. I feel like those guys um, should be on the same page going into tomorrow night. Um, and, you know, sometimes the ban- the banter that those guys have back and forth that sometimes plays itself out in in the public's eye is a little bit because they're 
in a lot of ways like brothers, and they just they can fight. Know, they can fight e- exactly. Right. So if they fight, it's no big deal. They they they, <laughs> they fight like brothers fight. Yep. Okay. Exactly. Now that's that, that's actually a good point. That's actually so if you see them yelling at each other in the dugout, it's not a big deal. Is is the point, right? I mean, it's correct. So, that it, no, that's a fair point. I really think it is, and I think people are just concerned about whether Sanchez will give them a clean game behind the plate. That's all. And yeah, and that's and that's that's fair. I mean, we feel like he is. I feel like he is more than capable of that. Um, and and I go back to you know I know there's been some some hiccups in games here and there that that don't always look good. But I would say the giant majority of his catching since he's returned from the disabled list has been very impactful. And you know the challenge for us and the challenge for him is to make sure that it's on every pitch we have that you know high level happening and and if we do we feel like uh we have a really good chance tomorrow night talking with aaron boone uh dd came remarkably back quickly i mean just amazing he said he wouldn't he did are you comfortable where he is i am i, I thought his bats the last you know when he did come back on the weekend in, in boston were were very strong the ball was coming off his bat well um he's responded great to the to the shot he got last week and um you know, and plus he's he's one of the, he's he's tough. He's a tough guy, and um, I, I have no issues with him. Think he'll I, I think he'll be fine. Very important Yankee, no question. Uh, uh, now Chapman, where mm-hmm. is Chapman as we start this process? Chappy, I feel like's in a pretty good place. I feel like his last few outings have been have been good. Um, uh, the slider, which has been an important pitch for him this year, has continued to be a factor and a pitch I feel like he has a really good feel for. And what I've liked in his last two outings was two outings ago he came in using that slider a lot and leaned on it um, with success. And then the following outing against Boston, he used a lot of fastballs and had success. So I feel like he's in a good place um, and and feel like he's ready to – to come up big for us tomorrow night. Uh, is are you committed to him as the closer or not automatically? Not automatically, but he will probably close. He, okay. he will go in with the idea. So you feel that he's comfortable enough that he, yes. in your mind, he's the closer. Yes, and, that, and I think that's very important for your bullpen. I think that change to me watching the game that changes the Yankee bullpen completely. If I know he's the closer, because to me, I think it defines roles. Then, if that's the case, well, and I and I think it frees up. You know, Britton and Robertson, who we feel really good about coming in to, into a middle of an inning with traffic, the ability to give us more, you know, one plus, I feel like they're equipped to handle that. So, um, yeah, if, if Chappie's right, then it just kind of bumps everyone else into, uh, you know, higher leverage roles earlier in the game, even potentially. Do you like where your bullpen is? Do you feel now we, we know their names? We know it mm-hmm. looks like on paper it's, it could be a dynamic bullpen. Do you feel comfortable where your bullpen is right now? I feel very comfortable. I feel like they're all throwing the ball um, well. We've we've had we've had some hiccups here the last couple of weeks. Um, I don't think anything too alarming. I, I think with Robbie, he had a couple of hiccups there, but I think it was due to us really upping his workload quite a bit for about a 10-day stretch, and we were able to really t- take care of him over the last several days of the season. Um, we were able to get him into a game yesterday and kind of, or on Sunday, excuse me, and kind of give him a tune-up just to keep him sharp, so I feel like he's rested and will be ready to come in and do his thing. Um, and I feel like the other guys, the way they're throwing the ball, and because they 
they've had the proper rest and come in. They should come into this game fairly fresh. I do feel very good about them. Uh, we're talking with Aaron Boone, obviously, about the Yankees in the wild card game. The roster, yeah, since you have a one-game roster, it gives you some extra flexibility and some extra guys. You don't take all those starters with you, so you have a little more flexibility to put a weight on to run the bases, as an example, right? I mean, to use as Correct. a pitch, to put on a guy and to have three catches, if you want, as an example. So you have yeah. a little flexibility with this roster, which you won't have in a, in, in, a, in a playoff series, but you have in this series. Yeah, we have. so we'll have ten pitchers, and with, you know, with Happ and, Tanaka um, and even Lynn, you know, guys that can give us length, but then you you don't need all the relievers because obviously a one game situation. And if we wanted to do something aggressively with a pinch running situation, say for Gary, you know, in the middle later innings, we got row behind him. If we got in a situation, we could always hit for him and and have another catcher. So um, yeah, we feel like that gives us coverage with, with the idea that when you get on the next round, you're probably adding a couple pitchers. We know McCutcheon is a starting player. The only reason it's asked is because Gardner has status here with this team, no question. Mm-hmm. Is McCutcheon the left fielder tomorrow? Uh, I haven't posted a lineup yet, and I haven't talked to everyone, so I'll I'll, I'll hold on that. Um, uh, but I plan on both guys playing a significant role for us in the postseason. Okay, so even if Gardner doesn't start, he still has a role on the uh, on the team for you. Okay, oh, of course, yeah. absolutely. So, but you don't have a lot of guys you're going to pinch hit for in this game. I mean, you really don't. I'm mean, up and down your lineup. There's not too many guys you would, you know, it, it, maybe uh, avoid late in the game. I and mean, the way he's going, I don't even know if you'd pinch hit for him the way he's been hitting lately. You know that? I yeah. mean, he's been so hot; it's unbelievable. Yeah, he really has. And you know, I, I, you know, the A's present a bit of a challenge because you know we're a little bit right-handed and they have a lot of guys that are tough on right-handed hitters so walker would in theory come into play but you're talking about a lot of really good right-handed hitters absolutely but you know walk plays an important role if if you defensed with echevarria late and you needed a hitter you know then you can go to walk so he gives us that flexibility not only from you know, as a as a hitter, but also right. with his ability to play a couple positions. No question. You have guys to back it up. If you go for defensive purposes at a position, you then have a couple of guys in Gaudi and Walker who can pinch hit for you later in the game if you need them. Exactly. Yeah, which makes which makes plenty of sense. And you will you now? How about your mentality in the one game thing? We know it's all hands on deck. We know it's quick hook and all that stuff. How crazy does this in your mind does managing the one game get? Yeah, you know. Playoffs intense anyway, and mm-hmm. and everything, every run is important in the playoffs, and you want to have leads in the playoffs, and it's it's a very different game. We know that, but how much does it ratchet up when it's one game, win it take all? Oh, I, I think it, I think it does ratchet up. I think in your aggression and in how you, um, you know, make decisions, and and you probably tend to if if you know. Whereas sometimes during the regular season you might stick with something for a while, you know you're probably less inclined to do that, especially if you don't see a guy, uh, you know, finding his way right away. But um, you know I think it's important to watch and make good evaluations of what you're looking at so that you can make good decisions because you are going to tend to be a little bit aggressive. Are you less inclined, though, to play like some teams would for one run, which I've seen teams and you have to play early in playoff games just to get leads because of the amount of power on both of these teams? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I you know, 
you mean as far as trying you know, to move try, a runner? Yeah, yeah, moving runners, giving up run. You know, you know, a lot of times you'll play to get a lead. I mean, you'll play because yeah, one no. run. You know, one run's not going to probably stand up with you two teams. You guys got so many thumpers in this game; it's ridiculous. Yeah, and 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 our personnel doesn't really lend itself to to doing that. I mean, I feel like this is a game that's going to come down to who controls the strike zone best, and then who does take advantage of the handful of mistakes that are are going to happen from right. a pitcher who hits it and, out of the park. Exactly. Right, and I mean both ways. When you look at the A's, give me a what you would give me a thumbnail sketch on the A's for, for the fans. Like, what's the things that really stand out to you that scare you about the A's team? Well, first of all, their bullpen and how deep it is, and how many dynamic arms they have down there. So they can they can run out, you know, some some guys with with electric stuff throughout the game and you know trying in their closer has been arguably the best in the sport this year and and you're probably looking at seeing him in a multi-inning situation so they're very dynamic in the bullpen and then they in a lot of ways like us are have a ton of power they can a lot of guys that can hit the ball out of the ballpark you know they've they've had chapman who's really emerged as as a an outstanding two-way player you know as good as there is defensively at third but also a, a really good offensive player chris davis i think everyone right. knows has become one of the really good power hitters in the sport tremendous but yeah. you know but they can go even further like piscotti and olsen these guys are real so You've got to execute, or you're, or they're going to put it in the seat. So that's what they're capable of doing, and then they're capable of shortening the game. So uh, we got to play well to beat this club. So yeah, and listen, they've been a legitimately good team for a long yeah. time. This is not a team that got the second wild card that just kind of, you know, outlast. This is this is this is a juggernaut of a team that that we feel like you know a lot of people talk about the american league this year and and red Sox and the astros and indians and us the a's are right there and can play with all of us make no mistake yeah they do get left out a lot of times that's fair you know the other thing is it sounds stupid to say when you look at your record i mean you won 100 games which is an incredible achievement any season but do you feel you ever regain that edge? Did you feel late in the year you ever regain that edge that you had in the middle of in that say June, July, or late May, whenever that torrid stretch was where you were beating the heck out of everybody? Did you ever feel you got some of that back late in the season? I do feel like we did. I and I feel like when Aaron Judge came back, it it just had a different feel to it, and and I can't explain it, but there's an intangible element, a leadership element that he brings, and an edge that he plays with in that dugout that everybody feels, everyone responds to, and I feel like we've been better since then. And look, we we went on the road to to Tampa and Boston, yeah. having to play well to secure this home field, and 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 knowing it was important to to us and to everyone in that room, we knew we had to play well and. And to go down and handle business in Tampa against a team that's playing as good as anyone and a tough place to play um, and then finishing it off in Boston to secure that was, um, you know, was I felt like the guys really understanding what was at stake, the urgency of the situation, and, and were able to, to kind of get it done. So if I – the things that worry you – uh, and obviously the team's health was a big one, but the things that worried you in mid-September, you feel like they all went your way as you get ready to start this postseason? you feel I, like I, you're pretty complete? 
I do. I do feel like we're we're absolutely trending in the right direction. We're probably as healthy as we've been at any point of of the year, and I feel like. <clears throat> One thing I've always known is there. I feel like there's an underlying confidence with this group that has never really panicked, has never really gotten too up or too down, and I do believe they feel like they're the best team. And, you know, obviously a one-game scenario is, you know, a lot can happen, and, and, and you know, who knows in that situation. But I feel like from, from, a, from a makeup, from a presence, I feel like these guys um, – believe they're the best team, and, and hopefully we can go out and show that. You know, you've shown a uh, lot of – got a lot of good young players. you got a lot of talented players, and I think you're right about Judge. I think it's his team. I think he, the team does respond to him. I think, you know, that happens with big players, and I do think they're a different team when Judge is there. They miss them a lot. I really agree with you on that. You're taking a risk, you know, and everyone's very worried about Sanchez. You hear that more. Mm-hmm. I get more questions on that. You're showing a lot of confidence in him uh, behind yeah. the plate. You know, uh, that that's one that people are going to be on pins and needles about. You feel that confident about Sanchez? I, I do. And and here's what I come back to is I feel like if we're going to win big, I feel like he's got to be right in the middle of it because I feel like when he's right, he's – I think everyone understands what he's capable of offensively. I do feel like we, we started to see a little bit better at bat quality. I felt like there was some traction starting to be gained a little bit this week with – with some of the bats he was having, um, and 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 his impact defensively, while I'll grant you at at at, to- at times needs to be better, needs to be um, you know cleaned up the little mistakes that that we're constantly working on. But the vast majority of what he's he's done back there has been really impactful from a shutting down or really limiting running games. Well, he's got a great arm. He has an um, incredible throwing arm. He really yeah, does. His, his, his game calling, his game planning and diving in and, and being able to follow the game plan. So you think, I think he's a good really – is he, is he an underrated game caller in your mind? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then – and then even the receiving's been good. Now it, it just comes down to those, you know, where we see a time a game or a couple times a game where, you know, well knocks a, off his glove, a, a, yeah, a lapse or something right. that you know that is has to be better. And if we're going to win big, you feel like it has to be better. But I feel like the upside with him in there is undeniable. Well, listen, uh, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Aaron Boone. Back after this.